All right, you guys, welcome back to another Point Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be studying Psalm 135. Uh, so I hope you guys are, are excited and ready. I'm excited and ready. And so if you have your Bible, go to Psalm 135. Psalm 135 begins, praise the Lord. So again, we immediately need to stop and realize that this psalm theme is going to be worship. Uh, worship of God. And so we're going to get into why and, and why the call to worship. But the, this psalm is a call of worship. Immediately, we need to stop and recognize that as we read this, our response and our outcome should be worship of God for what the text is going to tell us either about God, about God's actions, uh, his character, whatever it may be. And we're going to get into that. But always when you read the psalms, we need to realize what the psalm is telling us to do. Because the Psalms always share with us some sort of human emotion in response to God. And so as we get into Psalm 135, we need to remember that this Psalm is meant to bring us into worship, to call us into praise. And so praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Give praise, O servants of the Lord. You who stand in the house of the Lord and in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. So again in verse 3, we're immediately given a reason why we need to praise. Because the Lord is good. He is good. He is right. Sing to his name, for it is pleasant. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel as his own possession. So the people are reminded that they worship God and they're called to worship God because of what God has done for them. Right. So then in verse 5, it continues on. For I know that the Lord is great. What a great reminder that is. For I know that the Lord is great. The, the psalmist has no hesitation. He has no doubt that God is good. Student, I, I, I encourage you that, that as we go through this, think about your own heart and your own mind right now. Is there a doubt in your heart or your mind that God is good? Is there, is there something that you're struggling with where you feel that God really couldn't be good? Uh, maybe you look at situations in your life or the situations in the world and you, and you begin to think that, is God really good? Well, the psalmist reminds us that there is without a doubt, there's no question, God is great. And so I, I encourage you as we study through this, list out the reasons why God is great. Because we know that our Lord is above all gods. He is God and God alone. There is no one higher. There is no one greater. Verse 6, whatever the Lord pleases, he does. He has all authority. I just want that to sink in. I know you hear that all the time. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does. That may not sit right with you. Sometimes that doesn't make sense to us. I get that. I live that. Sometimes what God chooses to do does not make sense. But he is God and we are not. And so verse 6 reminds us in really plain language, whatever the Lord pleases, he does. In heaven and on earth, in the seas and all of the deeps, he it is who makes the clouds rise to the ends of the earth, who makes lightning for the rain and brings forth the wind from his storehouses. He alone has the power and the authority to do as he pleases. That's it. God and God alone. 
Verse 8, it continues, He it was who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, bringing our mind back to the book of Exodus and the, and the plagues and the... Um, the Passover, all of all of these things, both man and of beast, who in your midst, O Egypt, sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh and all his servants. So again, reminding the people, again, we got to remember, as we're being called to worship, why should we worship God? Because God is great. God has all authority and all power. And so because of that, we need to worship him. Verse 10, who struck down many nations and killed mighty kings, Shihon, king of the Amorites, and Og, king of Bashan, bringing the Israelites in their memory back to the stories that they read. As as Joshua and as Moses, as they kind of entered into the promised land, the, these kings, God fought them on their behalf. And so it's just a reminder of the power and the authority that God has. And gave their land, he's talking again about the Canaanites, as a heritage, a heritage to his people Israel. Israel has now taken the the lands that God had promised to them and he made it happen. And so the Israelites are called to worship God because he has done what he has promised. Verse 13, your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your renown, your glory, your majesty, O Lord, throughout all ages. God's name has no end. Everyone knows who God is. God's power has no end. It cannot be stopped. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. Again, we get more about the character of God. He alone gets vengeance for his people and has compassion on his servants. God fights for his children. God fights for his children. And then in verse 15, we get a big shift. We're talking about the power, the authority, the greatness of who God is. Well, the opposite end of that is idols. We, we were quickly reminded of not only the history of the Israelites, but the, the truth in our own hearts that we often will want to serve anything but God. Um, we will create idols, and I'm not talking we're going to create totem poles and hang them on our walls and pray to them, but I'm talking about, man, that phone that you're watching this on. You know, the, the, the relationships that we have, all of these things that we stack up and say, okay, I'm going to focus all of my priority and energy on this instead of on God. That's an idol. And so in verse 15, it says, the idols of the nations are silver and gold. The idols of the nation are flesh and bone. The idols of the nation are glass and plastic. The idols of the nation are cloth the idols of the nation are food. Fill in whatever you need to there. In the work of human hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. They have eyes, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. Nor is there any breath in their own mouths. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. Oh, House of Israel, bless the Lord. O house of Aaron, bless the Lord. O house of Levi, bless the Lord. You who fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord from Zion who dwells in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. And so today I just want to encourage you with Psalm 135 that we worship God because he has all authority. Because he has all power and he is good. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be lifted on high. And in and, and the opposite of that, idols have no worth. Idols deserve no worship. 
because compared to God, they are nothing but the the filth of our hands, the the worst that we can come up with. God alone is worthy. And so students, I encourage you today, just praise the Lord. Ask Him for forgiveness, for, for making idols in your own heart against Him. And be reminded that He is good, and that He is powerful, and He is right. Love you guys.